Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. Today, the gift of God's love, John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. How can we understand God? How are we to know our Father? We're to call him by the endearing name of Father, and how are we to know him in the power of his love? It's through diligent search of the scriptures. We cannot appreciate God unless we take into our soul the great plan of redemption. We want to know all about these grand problems of the soul, of the redemption of the fallen race. It's a wonderful thing. After man had violated the law of God and separated himself from God, he was divorced, as it were, from God that after all this, there was a plan made whereby man should not perish, but that she should have eternal life. So I just point out right here that uh, that plan was to give us everlasting life. We're not immortal souls. Everlasting life, eternal life is a gift from God and he gives it to those who are his own children at the right time. People don't live forever in hell or heaven after they die. And you can research that subject on your own time, but God gave his only begotten son to die for us. If, if we were all immortal souls, Jesus couldn't die. He wouldn't die for us or pay our debt of death. And there wouldn't be a debt of death if no one died. He died for us. And when our minds are constantly dwelling upon the matchless love of God to the fallen race, we begin to know God and to become acquainted with him. Right here on this little atom of a world were enacted the grandest scenes that were ever known to humanity. All the universe of heaven was looking on with intense interest. Why? The great battle was to be fought between the power of darkness and the prince of light in our little atom of a world, Satan's work was to magnify his power constantly. He was all the time placing God in a false light. He was presenting him as a God of injustice and not a God of mercy. He was constantly stirring up their minds so that they would have an incorrect view of God. How was God to be rightly represented to the world? And how was it to be known that he was a God of love, full of mercy, kindness, and pity? How was the world to know this? God sent his son, and he was to represent to the world the character of God. We want to keep this perfect pattern before us. God was so good as to send a representation of himself in his son, Jesus Christ, and we want to get the mind and heart to unfold and reach upward. Let yours be the prayer, reveal thyself to me, that in thy matchless grace I may lay hold on the golden link Christ, which has been let down from heaven to earth, that I may grasp it and be drawn upward. Our verse was found from the place where Jesus was talking with Nicodemus. He was explaining to Nicodemus why he would be crucified and not, as the Jews had believed, be a powerful kingdom on earth, delivering them from the Romans. <laughs> That's what they were expecting. And uh, Jesus delivers us from eternal separation from God. I guess that's much better than 
a mere earthly military victory and exaltation over everyone else on earth, right? I mean, they were looking for the wrong thing, and Nicodemus had been trained in all of the beliefs of the Jews. And Jesus was explaining this to him, and then he told him in John 3.16 why he was going to die for people. Our world, the one lost sheep, Jesus came to save and bring back to his fold. With the other unfallen worlds who had not fallen, they are already in the fold of the Lord. God's love is free. It's a gift. But it costs us everything. The parable of the pearl of great price that's found in Matthew 13, 44 to 46. Matthew 13, 44 to 46. Maybe I should just read that. It's short. Matthew 13, 44 to 46. Okay. Um, again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a treasure hid in a field, the which when a man hath found, he hideth, and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. So, it cost everything. You sell all, you sell all that you have to buy it. Jesus in Revelation 3, verse 18 he counsels us to buy of him. I'll just read that for you. Revelation 3, verse 18. It's Laodicea 3, verse 18. Um, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eye salve, that thou mayest see. So we're not going to be rich unless we buy that gold from him. He's the one who gives us that faith that works by love and purifies the soul. And uh, you can find that in 1 Peter 1, 7. It explains. I'll look that up real quick for you. 1 Peter 1, 7. Okay, 1 Peter 1. Oh, that's 2 Peter. 1 Peter 1, 7. That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold, that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found into praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. So our faith is that gold that's tried in the fire. And that's that faith, the gold. That's the gold that Jesus tells us to buy of him. So he's the one who gives it to us. And then we can be rich because we have that wonderful gift. Um, Isaiah 55, 1 tells us, Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and eat it has no money, buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me. Eat that which is good. Let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear. Come unto me. Hear, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. So how do we pay? Isaiah 53.10 says, when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. An offering is money, is his payment, isn't it? We're making, we're paying with the soul of Jesus. We buy with the life or blood of Christ. This cleanses us, clothes us, and is accepted by God as payment. Verse three that we just read said, "Come unto me, and I will make an everlasting covenant unto you." His blood or his life is sufficient. Let's come unto Jesus. 
and receive his gift of life, revealing his love freely given. With that gift, we may purchase eternal life. That's the gift of God's love. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, oh Lord, today we offer your soul as a sacrifice for sin. Lord, that you might justify us, that we are covered with your blood, clothed with your righteousness, that you would indwell us with your spirit. Give us the victory over sin, Lord. Let us reveal your love and your light to the world. In your name we pray. Amen. God bless you today, brothers and sisters. I hope to see you again in the morning. I'm trying to get caught up on these readings. So I'm, I'm publishing them as I do them until I'm caught up. Today's the 7th and I just did January 5th. So I'm going to keep on going. Okay, I hope to see you in the morning. A love born of mercy. That's tomorrow.